another week of It's Just My Thoughts, and I'm your host, Mika Reeves, and I have a few topics to go over today, so let's just jump in. My black excellence this week goes to Meg Thee Stallion. This week, she released a three-part miniseries called Hottie Wing, and I found it to be completely hilarious. I made my partner watch it, and she was like, why am I watching this? But I loved it. I think what I love about Meg Thee Stallion, I just love how she always seems like she's having a good time, so I wanted to make her my black excellence this week. And if you haven't watched that on YouTube, go out on YouTube and take a look at it. It's like 15 minutes total, but it's really funny and I loved it. Um, I also learned a cool fact this week that they filmed the uh, Black Panther at the Tyler Perry Studios. Also a cool moment that um, you might have seen circling around social media was Will Smith, Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence, Wesley Snipes, Tracy Morgan was there. It was a few more uh, people that was at Tyler Perry Studios. I think they were wrapping up um, Eddie, Mur- Eddie Murphy's project, you know, because he's back on the scene. And it was just so many black legends. It was super dope uh, just to see that. And also, um, I was looking at something else, just how, I don't know if you if anybody has gone out. This was my Black Excellence, I think, a few episodes ago in regards to the Tyler Perry Studios. But, you know, he's it's been open for a few years now, I think two, two or three years where he's been filming there, but he just now made it, you know, like where he wanted to celebrate and announce it and all that. But if you actually go out and, and take a look at just the property itself, it's huge and it's beautiful and it's just incredible. I, I know I said that before, but go out and actually Google um, the Tyler Perry studios so you can see why everybody is making this like talking about it and why the hype is there because it's just, it's really beautiful. So a few uh, episodes ago, I had an episode on colorism and on the own network, I think it came on last week. I watched it last week. Oprah sat down with Lupita Nyong'o and had an intimate conversation on the topic. I really suggest if you haven't seen it to definitely go out and take a look at it and watch it because it actually was really moving and it was a really good interview with Oprah and Lupita and Lapita also wrote a book called Soli. I hope I pronounced that right. And it was about her experience growing up and how she felt about her color and how people made her feel about her color. So the book is called um, Soli. So I definitely check out that interview. And so at the end of the interview, Oprah also sat down with Cynthia Arrivo. I think that's how you say her last name about the movie Harriet, which is the biopic of Harriet Tubman. Um, it just came out November 1st. So yesterday. And everyone's been bitching about Cynthia being chosen to do Harriet because she's a British actor and they feel like, you know, when, and also she's made some sketchy comments and, um, they also felt like that we had so many American actresses that could have played the role. But to be honest with you, like for me, I feel like, um, I love Cynthia. I actually have been a fan of her since she did, um, Color Purple when she played Seeley. I don't know if you've, if you, if you've seen it, but she, you can YouTube it. And if you look at her rendition of, um, I am here where Celie has like this whole singing, um, this whole song or whatever. And at the pivotal moment in the, in the Broadway play, she was phenomenal, like really, really phenomenal. And, um, she won for that role. She won an Emmy, a Tony and a Grammy. So if she went an Oscar, you know, she'll have a full sweep of all the awards, but she really is an amazing actress. I actually plan to see Harriet next week. Um, I'm really looking forward to it, to be completely honest with you. And I just hate like 
when you see people doing amazing things, like, I feel like we always have to be like, oh, you know, well, I don't want to see it because of this. And I don't want to see it because of that. But like, let's just all, you know, I wish that we all would just support each other, you know? And, uh, and so if you, if you haven't, if you don't know anything about it, check out the preview for Harriet. I suggest going to go see it. I'm going to go see it. And Cynthia's amazing. And I really feel like that she probably, what I've seen from the reviews and everything else, I heard that she had an Oscar worthy, um, performance in the movie so let's support that also uh another big news is um housewives of atlanta starts tomorrow tomorrow sunday for me so when you actually hear this it's gonna have already played but this is my favorite housewives of all of them atlanta i've been watching housewives atlanta from the beginning i'm a big nene nene leaks fan and i'm praying that nene have a better season than she had last season i think she was really stressed out from greg and she was having issues because Nene is usually my favorite. Last season, she really wasn't my favorite, but Nene Lee is my favorite. I love her. And I know how it is sometimes when, when people don't realize how stressful it is when you have a loved one that's sick and, and then you're the caregiver and you have to jump into that role when you're used to them being your partner. And, and now it's a different dynamic. So I really think Nene struggled last season. And I really hope that this season... We're back seeing funny, you know, hit you right off the bat, you know, that type thing, quick whip, uh, Nene. So I'm hoping that, you know, um, Nene's back to her normal self. But if you watch the super trailer for Housewives of Atlanta, this season going to be crazy and it's going to be off the chain and Kenya's back. And I don't like Kenya that much, but she going to stir it all up because that's what she does. And, uh, so I'm ready for the drama. I'm ready for it, you know. I get hype off my housewives. I watch, I think only housewives that I don't watch is housewives of Dallas, but I watch all the housewives. And so it's, I get hype for it. You know, I actually stay up at night and watch it. So I'm really excited about housewives of Atlanta. So this week I've been really excited for a lot of reasons. I went to therapy about a week and a half ago and I was telling my therapist that I really have felt down. And a couple of weeks before that, I've been having issues with my knee and so, um, and I'm, and I'm a runner. So I haven't been running as much because I've been trying to rest my knee because running season is pretty much almost over for me. I have a race in the, uh, let's see in two weeks. And then after that, I'm, I'm running one more with my family and, and for Christmas, like a Christmas run. But other than that, like I'm not really, I don't really run that much in the winter. I still run by myself, but no races. And so um, I, so that's something different that I've been doing in my life. Like I haven't been running this much because I've been trying to rest my knee for this last race. And I was telling her, I'm like, you know, I just feel really, really down. And sometimes when I feel down, like, you know, I find myself like when I get off work, you know, I'm like, Oh, I want to have a glass of wine. And, and, and that's fine. You know, but for me, like if it's something I feel like maybe I'm doing in excess, like I'm, I always like have to try to pull myself back to be like, okay, you know, get a grip. And also I wanted to, when I was talking to her about it, I just felt really just weird. And I'm not like a big crier, but I can tell when I fall into a funk because like, I'm usually one of those people that, you know, I'm bouncing around the house. I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And the last couple of weeks, like I just kind of have wanted to just lay around and lay, lay in the bed. Like I haven't really even been reading and that's not like me. Cause I read all the time. Like I, you know, I usually have quiet nights where I read and all of that. And so I wasn't doing that. And I felt that I've been really short of patience. 
you know, where I just haven't really felt like tolerating people if they call me with something stupid. And that usually is an indicator for me when I'm like that, that I'm falling into a funk because I'm usually not like that. So I'm talking to her and she's like, Mika, you know, that can happen when the season changed, like from fall, like fall and winter. And she said, because basically you're getting less light and people are usually in the house more. And that was true for me because I had been in the house more because I haven't really been running to rest my knee. And she was saying that it was called um, seasonal affective disorder, or maybe people might call it winter depression. So I was like, that's crazy, you know, because I know certain times that I can get sad. That's not really a new thing for me, but this funk was very new for me because it just felt like it just came out of nowhere for me, you know, that I felt really down. So that's what made me, you know, talk about it to make sure that I was straight and, you know, or that it didn't like, you know, envelope into something deeper. So I went home and I talked to my partner about it and she's all like, well, I didn't know you were sad and, you know, this and that. And why didn't you tell me and all of that? And honestly, that's how depression can be sometimes. Like I didn't know that I was sad either. You know, I didn't really know what it was. I just felt like I kind of felt sad, but I just felt not myself fully. And I wanted to kind of talk, talk it out first. And then I was like, you know, once I kind of did talk it out, I'm like, okay, maybe I am a little kind of in a funk. You know, I did kind of tell her so she can know, like, I'm a little off right now, you know, and, you know, I'm trying to get it together. I started back running like this past week. I went out on my lunch breaks and I went for runs and all that to kind of get my mojo going and kind of help myself kind of get out of get out of the funk that I'm in and not just lay around you know, because that really doesn't help. And obviously, you know, drinking doesn't help either. If you're feeling down, you, you probably shouldn't drink alcohol too. So I really was trying to like, you know, correct some of this stuff and kind of get out of my funk and, you know, slowly and slowly, I'm, you know, I'm kind of getting there. I still feel some days last week, I felt kind of down, like going into this weekend, I felt a little more, uh, pepped in spirit. So, you know, I'm just still trying to just go through, my everyday and kind of get out of my, um, little random funk that I'm in. And, you know, and, that, and that's kind of how, you know, depression kind of is sometimes it just kind of just sweeps over you. And next thing you know, you're in it. So also what comes with it when I'm feeling this way, I sometimes have sleepless nights where I can't sleep tossing and turning. And so last week, I think it was Wednesday, I was up one night and I was asking myself, um, during one of my sleepless nights, how can I deepen my purpose? And what is my current purpose? And I ask myself that all the time going into this year, I asked myself that and I set goals for myself on what I wanted to do for this year. One of my goals that I wanted to do for this year was to start this podcast. And I wanted to spotlight mental health because it's been such a it's been such an important element in my life you know, me working on myself and having so much self-discovery about myself and about some of the issues that I have and why do I have those issues? Like when I had that breakthrough, like, damn, like this is some of the reasons why, like I'm kind of fucked up. It was like the most incredible feeling to have that breakthrough where you really realize like where some of your issues come from and where they lie and like things that you really should be focused on and working on. And so it's really like a passion of mine in general, to, you know, work on myself, but also just, you know, read about mental health issues and things like that, because it's it, you realize like once you're kind of like awakened, how so many people around you really do deal with this stuff that they're actually probably not, you know, dealing with. So when I was sitting there thinking about my purpose, um, that's when I started thinking about 
my therapist and how, you know, me going there, she reassured me that I was going to be fine. And then I started thinking about, well, what about people? What about like people around me who don't go to therapy or who don't have a support system or even just, you know, a support system in general, you know, or support or love or anything or anybody to talk to, or even a safe place to me. Like when I go to therapy and I talk to my therapist, she is my safe place, you know, because one, she can't tell anybody what the fuck I say in there anyway, but two, like in general, like I can go and say whatever I want to say. And and I, and, and some days I go and vent and just venting and just saying some shit that I want to say that like, I would never say to the person cause I would probably really hurt their feelings, but I, like I get to get it out. It makes me feel so much better sometimes. And so when I was laying there that night, you know, literally at midnight, I think it was past midnight. This is what I was thinking about. And so I literally got up and I outlined my idea of a support group and what I wanted to take place in that space and how I was going to put it together, where I was going to have it. And like just all the logistics, literally it just poured out of my mind in the middle of the night. So then I wanted to make sure the next day that I wasn't crazy because when I went back and and read this stuff, I was like, wow, you know, you really kind of pulled this together, you know, um, overnight. And so then I talked to my partner, I talked to my sister and I talked to one of my best friends who's actually a therapist. And I laugh with her all the time because she's actually one of my safe spaces outside of my therapist. She's the only person really that I really would have an intimate conversation with that I know that she would not judge me. And I know that it would not leave me and her ever. And I know that she would actually give me valid and honest feedback and conversation. And she would never like, sometimes, you know, when you talk to people, like people are biased, you know, that's why I never talk to people about my relationship because it's like, I can't talk to my sister about my relationship because my sister loves me. Yes. She likes the person that I'm with, but in the day she loves me. So if I sit and say they did anything, she's going to always roll with me because she loves me. So it's always going to be a biased conversation, you know, and I could be dead wrong. And like, I, I really think that my little sister would still roll with me. And so I shy away from really including people in that way in my relationship, you know, but with her, like, I feel like I can talk to her about anything and she wouldn't be biased. She just gives me her honesty and what, and what she thinks. So I actually like talking to her and just seeing like, you know, what she, what she thinks about certain things or whatever. I told her, I was laughing with her. I told her that she is basically talk space for, for free and talk space is like a mobile therapist that you can kind of get an account with and you can call a therapist over the phone. That's what Talkspace is. But I laugh for her that she's like Talkspace for free for me. So when I was talking about when I was, so when I was talking to them, they were like, yo, like that's actually really dope. I actually know people that actually would benefit from that. And when I was talking to my therapist friend, she was like, you know, Mika, everybody needs some kind of support group. She was like, think about it. Like, you know, you, you have a run group, you know, there's a parenting groups, there's all type of groups that, you know, you just sit and you just support each other. So I'm like, right. So I was like, well, I should do a women's support group. So that's basically, you know, what I brewed up this week. I'm really, really excited about it. And I, and it's going to just be a space where we all come together, a group of women. And um, 
you know, we discuss all, it could be all things, you know, relationships, parenting, you know, life, you know, any, anything. And I really wanted to be a safe space. I want to be a no judgment space. And I wanted to be a space where, you know, we can sit and just have women conversation about anything and everything because we experience so we, so much. Also, you know, I think it's so necessary to have a tribe or village that can shower love and positivity. And also like you, you never know what someone is going through. And sometimes we can think, especially when like how I'm, I'm saying or saying literally I'm in the midst of in a, in a funk right now, honestly. And you know, you never know what someone's going through because I still go to work and I still go through my every day and I don't walk around looking like I'm sad, but it doesn't mean that I don't have something going on inside. And, you know, and sometimes when you have that going on, you can, you can think at times that you're all alone, you know, like no one's experienced this, no one has experienced this, or no one has these experiences. And that's not true because someone could be actually experiencing the same exact thing. And I think that's why I'm so excited about this support group is because I think it's going to be good to bring it all together, have a night of, you know, love, positivity, and just conversation over food. And um, so, yeah, so my first meeting is November 30th, and I plan to do it every every single month, once a month, uh, get together and just have a night full of love and a night full of conversation and support for one another. And I'm actually really excited about it. And it's really has had me really excited all week. Just thinking about it every week. I think I say on here to, you know, check on your village and that could be anybody or anybody that's important to you. Sometimes I sit and I randomly send messages to people and say, you know, just like, you know, I'm thinking about you or just like, you know, that you're important to me or just like, you know, that I love you. And you never know who might need that or who might be having a moment that they're down or something like that. And so if you're not, if you don't ever do that, or you've never done that, sometimes do that, you know, send some random love to someone or just tell somebody that you're thinking about them outside of your everyday, you know, I send it to my sorority sisters. I send it obviously to my family. I send it to, you know, some of my friends and, you know, We need to always make sure that we check in on each other, ask people how their day is going, love each other. I say that all the time that we need to love more, hate less. I'm really excited. I really thank you so much for listening today. And if you don't have some kind of support in some kind of way, I actually Googled support groups and there's actually a lot of organizations probably in your area that have some kind of support group or meetups or something like that. So it definitely is spaces for that. And it's actually a lot of support groups. So if you feel like it's a, it's something that you want to be involved in, definitely look it up. If you're a new mom, look up mom groups, look up parenting groups, any kind of group you can probably think of, you probably can't find. So I encourage it. I'm looking forward to starting up mine. I'm looking forward to my first meeting. I'm looking forward to the people that's coming. And, um, you know, I say it all the time. I thank you so much for listening. It's just my thoughts. Just make sure that you check out also my social medias is, is at, I just, at, it's just my thoughts podcast on Instagram. My, um, Twitter is at IJMT podcast. And don't forget to leave me feedback. Uh, you can follow and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud. I'm on Stitcher. 
And I think that's it. I'm not sure if I'm leaving anything out, but I thank you so much for listening to this episode. Make sure to leave me some feedback if you want. I'm always open for it. And it's Mika here and I appreciate you.